0: Welcome to Bards and Barrels, the podcast for Dungeons & Dragons players, new and old. We're just a few 30-something dads who play D&D on the regular. I'm Ross Struess, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Brett Miller and Phil Boone. We'll be exploring the worlds of Dungeons & Dragons in each episode, sharing our experiences, offering tips and advice for those who play and run this classic game. Don't miss out on us discussing everything from character creation to combat mechanics and even delving into some of the lore behind the game. We'll also be sharing some of our funniest and most memorable moments from our own D&D campaigns. So whether you're a new player just starting out or a seasoned veteran looking to reminisce about your own adventures or just get a new perspective on things, Bards & Barrels has something for everyone. So sit back, grab a drink and join us as we roll for initiative and embark on this epic adventure. Today we're going to talk a little bit about how we got into playing the game of Dungeons and Dragons. Phil, uh when did you start your relationship with D&D? Like the first time like when did you start playing? How did you get involved?
1: Yeah, yeah good question. So, um let's see. I think <clears throat> officially I probably started playing Oh gosh, um, it's probably been about six-ish years ago, six or seven years, right around then. Um, I was living in Salt Lake City, um, kind of got interested, um, well ultimately, I remember there's just a weird distinct memory that sticks out to me, like when I was a kid, my parents had Thanksgiving at their house, and I remember two of my cousins like playing this card game on a table. And lo and behold, you know, years later, I learned that it was Magic the Gathering. Kind of got into it while we were living in Salt Lake for a few years and was a gateway almost into D&D. One of of the guys that plays in our other campaign, Matt, he was living in Salt Lake City when I was as well. And we would go to this wing place. Half of the building was this wing joint and the other half of the building was a game store. So we would get wings and then kind of go and like check out the game store too. (laughs) <laughs> yes, like an odd we, combination. We
2: every city needs one of those. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: Wings and games, one hundred percent. Because you could be like, you could go in the game store, start a game, take a bathroom break, head over to the other side and get a drink at the bar, and then head back in and keep playing. So you could always do that because they shared a bathroom, like oh, in the hallway. That's glorious! Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Oh my god! That's but great. that's how we got into it, right? So sure. you know, we'd go for wings and like naturally spent time in the game store and. People were playing Magic, so we started doing that. And then people were um, playing D&D as well. It's like, okay, well, like, I have an interest in that. And and some people at work kind of started to talk about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, one of the guys at work was talking about a campaign that he was putting together. I'm like, hey, if, you know, you're looking for people to play. I'm interested. You know, I've never played before, but I would love to learn how to play. And ultimately, that's how I got into it. One of the guys that I worked with is the one that ran the initial campaign. Nice.
0: So, uh, just to <clears throat> back up just a little bit, do you, going to Magic the Gathering, so that's kind of what started the whole, kicked off everything. Yeah. And, and when was that in relation to when you, was that how far before you moved to Salt Lake City?
1: Oh, man, if I think back to when that game was, I mean, that, remembering what house that occurred in, it would have been before I was even in high school, okay. is when I remember seeing that, because my parents didn't really approve of anything sure, yeah. like that when I was at that age. Um, you know, they let us dabble in like a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had no idea what I was watching. And, you know, I, I have some magic cards now and it's kind of funny to think about like if I would have been playing at that time probably what those cards would be worth mm-hmm. today.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and
1: no. I'm sure my cousins don't have their cards anymore, most likely. Um, but just kind of funny to think about.
0: So, so it's it's, it's actually really funny you mention that because I I'll, I'll get to my story later like how I got involved in D and D. But in high school, I played Magic the Gathering as well, and somewhere that box exists with you know the the legends is it the Legends of Kamigawa, and it's like there's all there were all kinds of packs, and I bought packs everywhere we went. And okay, super nerdy fact: <clears throat> I was on the debate team, but there were like three or four people on the debate team that would play. Magic, and so it's like they got me into it because it's like when you weren't in a debate session, we you were, were playing, playing magic, sure. And so My that's god. how I got involved in it. My god, you guys are
1: nerds. Quiz bowl, anyone? Quiz bowl,
0: <laughs> I, I did quiz bowl. Oh, yeah, yep. damn right. <laughs> <laughs> jo- join join the club, <laughs> nerdy is the new
1: cool man, that's right. <laughs> and
2: yeah. I mean, like, we have obviously we, we play D now, we've accepted it, but so absolutely, yes.
0: So, I, I will say. The, one of the things that I think is really interesting, do you ever notice how, like when you talk about playing d and d now, how many closet d and d players there
1: are? Oh, Oh one hundred percent,
0: and I have a perfect example of this so so I'm in like a the leadership group here here in our town, right, and we were we were at a meeting this last week, and we were eating lunch, and the guy that was sitting next to me, who is a firefighter i won't say anything more than that because I don't want to give him out. But I was I, we were talking, and I was like, oh, I'm working on this podcast with my friends to talk about D&D. And he's like, oh, you play D&D? I was like, why well, yes, I do. Do you play D&D? And he's like, I recently got into it. And I'm like, I have found so many people that I'll just like be like, hey, I play D&D. And I, I'm, I don't care if people think I'm nerdy. It's fine. I accept that. So I'll tell people I play all the time. And then they'll be like, well, I play too. Oh yeah, and I'll be like, I never would have expected that from you, but how many people I found blows my mind sometimes. It's
1: their
2: dirty little secret.
1: It is totally. It, it is. is. I've yes. had neighbors too, and I'm like, and I feel bad afterwards because I'm like, I never would have guessed that you played D <laughs> and D. You know, it's like that reverse of like, you don't look like a nerd. Like, what are you doing? You play D and D, but it's so much more mainstream. I feel like it than it used to be for sure. Yes, I mean, COVID it's... influenced that a little bit.
2: Well, yes. and there's so much like mass media that is connected to D&D now or like references D&D I mean you obviously get Stranger Things you get yeah. um, some of the big podcasts like Critical Role that are really really big really popular people that maybe haven't even played though are interested in D&D but haven't played but are interested in it are knowledgeable of D&D or are interested in learning more and getting
0: into the
1: game. Yeah, it's almost become a part of pop culture enough yeah. that people are interested, even right. if they've never played. They want right. to know.
0: And, and it's one of those things. Is like if if you like Harry Potter, if you like Lord of the Rings. You've you found the pathway to get into this. Like, if you want to be part of that story, you've already set yourself down that path to probably play D and D. Oh yeah,
2: embrace Just, the nerddom.
1: Exactly.
0: You know. it's, it's like that's that you're waiting to cross that threshold <laughs> and find somebody. Oh, like one of my buddies, and now is a DM. Mm. Now I'm gonna get involved. It's like I want to try it.
1: We well, you know what we gotta do, Ross? Right? So we gotta dig out that box and go through some of those cards and see how many of them point to. Yes. monsters in the monsters manual. We totally that's what should. We should
0: do. Question is, I got to find that box. I know where my Yu-Gi-Oh cards are. Magic eh, somewhere, but I'm not entirely oh sure God. where. You guys are. That that's that's homework before the
1: next episode. <laughs> so Brett Brett we can how to bring cards? What's we, it? We can just bring cards so when Brett's not here, we can play. <laughs> we can just play, yeah, because yeah. he shows up late all the time.
0: <laughs> I am not interested at
2: all. <laughs> <laughs> So I come from a small town that had no trading cards of any sort. Like, (laughs) that was beyond nerdy. Like, there was no trading cards of any sort. So, like, we didn't have any of it. So I ended up getting into D&D, like, mm, 2019. So pre-pandemic, a little ways before. uh, My, uh, what would you call them, gateway games. Uh, would be something like, we started playing Pandemic, and then Pandemic Legacy, mm-hmm. Star yeah. Wars, and then, uh, I don't even know who, our friend, uh, one of our friends was like, hey, I would really be interested in trying D&D. Are you guys interested? I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> but we've been playing all these other fun games. Sure, let's keep it going. Let's switch it up. Right. Uh, so... Uh, Ross and I got into it kind of that same type of way we joined together in that uh, first campaign. Well, actually, you started before I did because uh, uh, just with some stuff going on, I wasn't able to join that first one. Uh, but we quickly got into it, and then uh, I've been mostly a player since. I've started dabbling in some DMing, but that's uh, still fairly new for me.
0: So you probably don't remember this. Oh, but no. But so... Our stories do run very parallel. parallel to each other. Thank you. I was thinking tangential. and like, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> I've we've been using that word's word been word thrown out that, there a lot yeah, that's, tonight. It's been in there a lot tonight. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so I got started with the, the Rick and Morty campaign. And and Brett's absolutely right. That came from conversation we had with um, <clears throat> some mutual friends. Um, and, and we had played... I think the Star Wars tabletop game was probably the one that catapulted us there because it was very much a here's your character, play your character, know how to play your character kind of thing. Yes. It was very railroaded uh, in the sense that there wasn't much leeway in the story, but it was still you play this character, here's the map, here's the situation kind of thing. But that led to, it was like this Christmas 2019 right before the pandemic where they had given me for Christmas the Rick and Morty dungeon dungeons and dragons set and it's basically just a dungeon and they've created characters based off Oh, you had it? Yes, it's right here. Oh. So, we played that and we had played through most of that um with my wife, his wife. And then at the end, do you remember you you I came, joined for
2: one random You did session. the
0: very last one. Huh. And I DMed. that was my first experience DMing was that night like reading quick through like the last two rooms and then running them. Uh, and then <clears throat> we were like, "Oh, this is really cool. We want to get into this." And then the first campaign we picked was Curse of Strahd. Now, in retrospect, probably not the greatest <laughs> idea because that is an extremely complex story. Yeah, uh, for both first-time DMs and first-time players, mm-hmm. even though it's it's meant for you know first-level characters through like twelfth level, but still,
1: it's almost a different style. It really totally. is.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean it's not your typical meet up in a tavern no. and horror. then go fight a dragon. Yeah, it yes, is. and and the thing about like horror stories is like, it's hard to set that tone. And if you're a DM who hasn't done that before, it's hard to get into that. Yeah. And and even we had a DM switch partially through the campaign and, and regardless of who was running it, it was very hard to set that tone through that. I will say
2: for you getting that box set of Rick and Morty for Christmas or whatever it was, uh, if it wasn't Rick and Morty, I don't know that we would have gotten into it. I if it was just that. a straight starter set of D&D, I don't think we would have – I, I, I don't think you would have had the same group of people jump into it no. if it wasn't Rick and Morty. Theme. I think you're absolutely because right. There was a lot of those people that – avid Rick and Morty followers or watchers uh, that were interested in it because of Rick and Morty.
1: Right.
0: And, and there was no character building as part of that, right? Sure, so you like, just like, pick
1: we, one of the prefab characters. Exactly. Okay. So,
0: so you know, Rick was the DM, of course. <laughs> but I'm it's nice. like you could play as 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 any of the other characters, essentially, and and they were various classes. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of who was, who was what. I don't... I don't really remember. But. That's awesome.
1: I I know the first campaign that I jumped into, we it was a homebrew. I'm very certain. I don't recognize, I don't remember any of it being from a published work.
2: You went straight into a homebrew?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I couldn't, I mean, I was so new to D&D, right? I couldn't tell you what kind of character I played. I don't remember his name or what class or anything about it. All I remember is you know, there were a bunch of undead and they killed us and then suddenly like later on in the campaign we were facing our own characters oh oh wow like that's what we met up with at some point so uh, those are like crazy. the very small pieces that i remember and but yeah it was very intense um but it was fun i mean it kept me interested and then i slowly like got into more and more published works and like listened that's when i started getting into more podcasts and listening to actual play podcasts um, and that's when I truly, like, really got hooked. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to do this, like, for good, right? I want to, I want to learn to DM. I want to be able to bring people into this. I want to teach right. people how to play this. Right. That's what did it for me.
0: And so, so at some point through this this whole arc with Brett and I, we had started the Curse of Strahd. There was a DM switch in there, and then I think all of us had kids at some point, and <laughs> through that. Campaign killers and it and it derailed the entire thing. But that that's kind of where our stories diverged because then I basically took a break and didn't play again until the three of us started playing together. But you started playing with Phil Mm -hmm. at one point because I would I would get messages like you couldn't come play Fortnite or whatever we were playing because you were having a (laughs) D and (laughs) D session. I'm like, God damn it!
1: (laughs) Yeah, we started playing um what campaign uh the
0: Giants Tower.
1: Storm King's Thunder? Uh, yeah, Storm King's yeah. Thunder. Yeah, we started playing the Storm King's Thunder campaign with uh, one of the guys that we, well, two of the guys we play with now, uh, Matt and Isaac, and then a co- couple other guys um, from out in Baltimore when I was there. But uh, that one ended up kind of fizzling out schedule-wise, uh, which yeah, tends to happen, but that's you know, that's what I appreciate about the group we have now is regardless of kind of the, the curveballs that life has thrown, this group's been strong. So we've been able to keep those.
0: I will say I think that's been the funnest part. So so the three of us <clears throat> plus Matt and Isaac have been going through Descent into Avernus, and it's like we we come from broken campaigns, right? Yeah, They didn't make it all the way through. And it's like it's like the people who really wanted to play not that not that other people don't want to play but it's like the ones who really wanted to keep going came together and it's made a really fun campaign.
1: Yeah, I agree. Life. Is hard.
0: (laughs) Scheduling is hard. Yes, and and I I think that's true of uh, anybody that plays D anD D out there. I mean, it's it's even harder if you try to get together because, like, I'm trying to run Curse of Strahd for you guys plus some some family of mine that I've gotten involved, and it's like schedules. Scheduling sucks, and virtual tabletops have made that so much better, but it's still as hard to get together and find. You know, I'm still trying to deal with five, four, five, six people and get everybody in the same place all at once. And that's not easy anymore.
1: It's not. No, I agree with you.
0: So, looking down the road here a little bit, um, one of the things that we're going to get into, so now that we've talked about our background a little bit, um, we're going to get into um, talking about. Uh, races and classes. We talked about this a little bit in the first episode, but I think that's the first thing we're really going to dive into. <clears throat> I don't know, I, We'll flesh out how, how we want to do that, if whether that's going to be every other episode, and we're going to mix in some things in between, like how to build characters and things like that. Um,
1: we got to review the D and D movie after we've seen it. Oh, absolutely,
0: yeah. But we got to throw <laughs> stuff like that in too. Yes.
2: As we're filming this, I'm reading the uh, what is it even called? Uh, the official movie prequel comic.
1: What are your first thoughts?
2: It's interesting. I'm trying, like, some of the pictures in the book are, they don't necessarily look like the people in the movie.
1: Oh, who they cast for? Yeah, so
2: it's trying to figure out, okay, which person is which person. Uh, So I need to, like, look at some pictures and compare to make sure I know which one's which. But so far, I'm
0: excited. I'm getting more excited about the movie. Awesome. Yes, I, I think we'll probably have a bon—not a bonus episode, but we'll have an extra episode once we see that movie and talk just about the movie. I think one of the things that that's for me has been the most encouraging was the trailer with where they're talking to the dead guy. Yeah, because that—that's the kind of antics that would totally happen in a game session. Oh, yeah. I think that's why I laugh so hard about that because if you have a DM like Phil who's on point, it's like every time somebody asks a question, he he answers. And all of a sudden you missed your opportunity or something like that. It's that kind of crap. I say crap, but I, I appreciate DMs like that. Um, that's just hilarious. And, and I think that's what I want out of this movie most is to feel like D&D, not just be d and esque
1: I think in true form, uh when we go see that. I think we need to go together, but we need to go to, like, a Brewie's or something where we can drink and watch oh, the movie at the same yes. time. I feel like that's the only <laughs> that's appropriate must. way to watch it.
2: Can I we agree. take in our own mugs? Like, have a fancy Sure, as
1: long movie. as we don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll,
0: we'll release this one after we've no, seen it. I was going to uh, say, now that we've said that <laughs> on the show. Everybody's yes. got a
1: flask, right? <laughs> right.
0: Okay, so final thoughts about either the D&D movie or... um was getting involved in D&D, guys?
1: I don't think so. I mean, it, it's fun for me to hear your guys' story and kind of see the the overlap and, and just sort of how that differentiates, right? Even though you guys kind of got involved in the same campaign to begin with, even seeing how your stories are different, totally. just with what life's thrown at you. It's always interesting to see how people kind of get into it and what they latch on to. so it's fun.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because we've only, all three of us have only been into it for our relatively a few years yeah uh so it's not like we've been doing this from the 80s we are not experts (laughs) uh so feel free to let us know of any uh feedback of things we maybe got wrong or how you've seen uh DD play out in your experiences let us know uh we're still learning we're trying to share what we've learned and um what we've picked up along the way we'd love to hear about your experiences as well
0: absolutely All right. We'll see everybody uh, in uh, a couple weeks on the next episode. So for now, uh, we'll see you later.